From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, August 18th. I'm Sarah Wright. Union members packed into the Board of Supervisors' chambers at this week's meeting, scoffing at claims of a financial crisis and calling for an increase in pay. We've been hearing that the county can't afford a cost-of-living increase because there's a financial crisis. But is there? In a word? No. The county has asked for a year-long pause in negotiations over a cost-of-living adjustment, or COLA, to assess the national financial situation. And the board contemplated a program to exempt media from paying fees for Public Records Act requests, even as a new system of including public comment on meeting agendas has drastically reduced the public discourse. Patrick Hickey, the field representative for SEIU Local 1021, argued that in the last five years, the county has overestimated expenses and underestimated revenues, sometimes by more than 100 percent. Union members clapped and cheered as he shared his data points with the board. The only potential funding shortfall is in cannabis taxes, which everyone who was paying attention knew was coming. But every other funding stream is increasing. How can the board take action to support county employees? Number one, there are 264 funded, unfilled positions. Repurpose some of those funds. The county has argued that there is no money there because it gets used up by overtime and extra help. But you need to look at the actual data. If you review the past budgets and the recently released annual comprehensive financial report, you will see that that is not true. There is an increase in overtime and extra help, but it doesn't come close to using up the savings when those positions are not filled. Number two, for this year's budget, the county has projected no increase in sales tax revenues. Let's take a look at how well the county has done in forecasting sales and use tax revenues. In fiscal year 1718, 1819, 1920, 2021, the county underestimated sales and use taxes by 27.7%, 112%, 6.2%, and 31%, respectively. Actual revenues are regularly higher than projected, and expenses are regularly lower than projected. The budget is a fiction designed to make the administration look prudent and effective. The board needs to understand this and make decisions accordingly. Not all the presentations were quite as data-driven. Jessica Christensen shared responses to county job postings on Facebook. So we are advertising that your check can be up to $18.50 per paycheck, up to. And this is what the public had to say about that. Mendocino County is a gorgeous place to live, but the job market couldn't suck harder if it attached a nozzle to it. <laughs> Union President Julie Beardsley made a prediction. Falling behind in employee compensation will result in a lack of services, phones not being answered, long wait times for permits, and it will put the most vulnerable in our county at risk. And now, the public is no longer privy to correspondence with the Board of Supervisors on matters of public interest. Up until the beginning of June, comment addressed to the Board about items under discussion during the meetings would be attached to the pertinent agenda item. They were often plentiful, and they ranged from expert opinion to angry one-liners. But a new system requires commenters to create a password-protected account, which is not caught on. I was first surprised by this on June 21st, when it appeared that no one besides supervisors and county staff had anything to say about a controversial proposal for a sales tax. Since then, only county documents have appeared on the agendas. I shared my thoughts about this with the board during public comment on Tuesday. Supervisor Ted Williams' response drew a lively reaction from county workers. 
With the new Granicus system, yesterday when I looked, I saw one comment on the entire agenda, which I think is 66 items, and it was a memo from the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, which I love and appreciate. You know, they're an advocacy group, but I think that anytime any one of us wants to know what the MCA has to say, we can just pick up our phone and get a policy dissertation. So they really know how to let people know what they think. And I, I just think that... Um, it should be a lot easier for the public to submit comments to the old Legistar system because there's a lot of value and interest in hearing what people have to say when they're they're not super savvy and well-organized advocacy groups. And um, I've just previously really been able to gauge the level of of public interest in an item and what the conversation is without you know, trolling around on Facebook pages here and there, I can just go to the source and find out what people think about what's being discussed at the board level. And um, I would really love it if we could see more public comment on the agenda. Thank you very much. To add transparency, I, I agree with you. I'm not completely happy with the system that we have today. We dropped from five clerks down to about one and a half. And one of the things we found was yeah, well, we, we, we can come back. Think, we can come back to that I think there might be topic. one or two people. What, one of the things we found is it was a manual process for the clerk to take the email, save it off as a PDF, add it as an attachment, and we simply didn't have staff time based on the number of comments. I'm not saying, as, as chair, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have that simplified um, model that we had before. But it's a struggle, and it's not just in the clerk's office. It's across the board. Every problem we look at, we say, well, we don't have enough uh, personnel to carry it out. Yeah. So yes, it's a problem. I imagine the board has probably heard from constituents and wants to see a solution. I don't know what that solution is today. It's not as easy as directing staff to put back what was in place previously, because we simply don't have the staff time to carry it out. The county recently used close to $370,000 in one-time American Rescue Plan Act funds to remodel the Board of Supervisors' chambers, including new chairs, a new telecom system, and an automatic door system. We've examined the budget, and the claims of no money just don't add up. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.